On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome to another song title challenge where the question is, climbers, how should you write this one? You got a title, you think you know what it should be about, and that's the low-hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, sometimes, rarely, but sometimes that's the right way to go. Mm -hmm. Mostly, you got a little more work to do on the prep before you get to... You get to write in the lake. You know what, Brent? It's like uh, it's like painting a room. You know, ninety five percent of the work is taping off, preparing the wall <laughs> to paint, covering everything up, and getting ready to paint. And then, like the last five minutes is the is the painting. Yeah, yeah. So this is a, a segment, guys, where climbers, listeners of this podcast, send in their song titles to info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no s. Info at daredevilproduction.com. Put song title challenge or STC in the subject line. That way I know where to put it. It gets in the right folder. If you don't, it won't. And that's had to have happened. I don't know how many times, but I, I wouldn't know because it just maybe looks like spam or something. And right, I'm like, I don't know what that is. Uh, off it goes. And then what we do is we get an esteemed guest, a killer writer, artist on the show with us. I spring that title live on the air. And then we spend the next 20 minutes or so trying to cook up five or six different conceptual angles on how to write that song, how to spin that title to make sure we've got something really, really amazing. That's the difference between getting a, a good song and a great song. Mm -hmm. Not for nothing. I believe that nine times out of 10, it's just going to make writing the lyrics easier when everybody's just like, oh, that's it. You know, yeah. it changes the vibe in the room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it gets everybody more creative. And it's not a, a co-write, guys, in any way, shape, or form. So you don't have to worry about that. It's just a fun, creative exercise. We're playing in the sandbox. Use all of what we say. Use none of what we say. It's up to you. We just demand an invite to the number one party. And finally, Brent, this is, I mean, you're not just the president here. You're a member. Like, <laughs> you've used this to breathe, like, new life into your old song hooks right like yeah and, and you've gotten cuts from it so heck yeah so we, you know we're doing these on the show for a while i'm like this is so much fun with the other people's titles i want to do this with mine so i can actually go write them and so I just started digging through my old hookbook and doing that and kind of making it a systematized thing and yeah i've gotten cuts on you know award nominated albums and uh, album in canada with don amaro i have a song that at the time of this recording is in the top 20 of the singing new southern gospel chart with my friend's Zane and Donna King, it's in the top 10 of the Faith Country chart. A song called Can't Go So Wrong that was like over a thousand titles back that I would not have come across. But did the song title challenge myself, got an idea, took it into them. We polished it up. They're awesome. And, you know, it's their current single and, and other things as well. So, man, I believe in it. Also, just funny, just this, I guess, on just a couple nights ago at the time of this recording, that I have a coaching client. You know, a coach, he scheduled a coach write. So it's basically like, hey, let's go write a song. You bring the title. And he also brought a friend and is like, here's this title I want to write. And man, the title did not light me on fire. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay, this is how we do it. All right. But he knows, though, he's probably listening. He knows about Song Title Challenge. And we seriously, we had like two hours blocked out. We seriously spent like the first hour and a half just trying to find an angle on, on this 
somewhat dud of a title <laughs> that honestly that was like oh, i don't know but finally we hit upon an angle we twisted the title a little bit but like it led us to an angle where we're like oh my gosh and it seriously like wrote the thing in like 30 minutes after that like it was really cool like we're fired up about it but most of it was just going how do we make that make sense and just beating our head against the wall then finally boom unlock something we're like done all right next so i believe in oh i love that story i love it i love it it. all right well we got we got a superstar today man this is fun you want to introduce our guest please like i'm (laughs) I'm stoked about this This i am too today's guest okay we just before we press record y'all like i just was we've talked to several episodes on our show where i've unpacked a bob lefsitz article or something Mm -hmm. and i've always been mentioning the podcast and i just listened to the holly knight interview on there and and she was super close with one of the songwriters that's been really close to this to this artist so and, and what they've done in the history of this artist and the legacy of this artist it's amazing so it's just kind of funny like it all small world huh? kind of comes together. i was just like oh my god sony's gonna be on like in, in a week yeah. like this is great you know <laughs> Uh, that's right. Today's guest is perhaps best known for being the bass guitarist of the band Exile, a role that he first held in 1977 and holds today. Exile's most successful hit, Kiss You All Over, spent four weeks at the top of Billboard's pop chart in 1978. And that makes, I believe, this year the song's 45th anniversary. It's a jam. Congrats. Yes, Johnny and I were riding around. Maybe last time I was in or time before when we knew that this guest was coming on and we're like, Crank it. Yeah. <laughs> We're just rolling down 24 on the way to around going, I want to kiss you all over. So it's never seen that with another man. But anyway, in addition to co-writing several of Exile's singles, our guest also wrote Restless Hearts 1992 hit When She Cries, which is awesome too. Wow. Along with What I Did Right by Sons of the Desert, Beautiful Mess by Diamond Rio, She Thinks She Needs Me by Andy Griggs. I know Andy. He's a nut. Yeah. And Fall recorded first by Clay Walker and then by Kimberly Locke. But his writing days are definitely not over as he is all over the new album by Exile called A Million Miles Later, which is available now wherever you get your good music. Sonny LaMare, welcome to The Climb. Welcome, Sonny. Thank you so much. Thank you for that nice introduction. I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Happy to be with you. Uh, We give credit where credit is is due, my friend. Thank you. That's awesome. What a great song. Just kiss you all over. What a great song. Forever stained yeah. in my mind is Adam Sandler. Like <laughs> when we finally saw that, I mean, we, we fell out. We just fell out. It was so funny. And, yeah. and of course, a lot of people heard the song for the first time on that through that movie. So uh-huh. it was great. Yeah. yeah. So good. So good. Well, thank you for saying yes, brother. This is awesome. Yes. Pleasure, guys. Let's jump Come on. into it. Oh boy, here we go. Uh-oh. So this Always is a fearful moment, that little clinch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the clinch. That's the clinch. <laughs> the clinch. The clinch moment. So this is from climber Penelope Laird. I feel like we might have done one from her before. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. And the song title is Snake Charmer. Oh. Snake Charmer. Okay. Penelope Laird? Yeah. L-A-I-R-D. Penelope Laird. All right. Well, thank you, Penelope. All right, Snake Charmer. I'm just writing it down Snake here. It's happening in front of me. So my hot take on this, it seems on the surface, it seems a little specific. Mm-hmm. But I feel like knowing that we can add stuff at the beginning or at the end, like there's a, I think there's a lot of ways we could go with this mm-hmm. that can be, I'm, I'm interested to see where this ends up. Let's put it that way. Because there, yeah. there's been, Tony, there's been a couple of times where we're just like, man, I don't know what's going to happen uh-huh. here. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> 
and 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 you know what? Like I, sometimes I lose faith in our own <laughs> process and our own system. And then at the end, I'm just like, oh my god, that was it. That was so right. worth it. <laughs> That's why they play the game. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So Snake Charmer, uh, I'll, I'll dive in okay. first. I mean, the first thing I think of is trying to let the title write the song, right? So what are the words in the title that give us clues to what this could be about? So Snake, okay, what does Snake mean? You think of like, you know, I think of Paula Abdul. He's, he's a cold-hearted <laughs> snake, snake, right? So that kind of person, like someone who's a snake, a snake in the grass, someone who is not above board, someone who is not uh, does not have integrity, you know, yeah. the, that kind of person, right? And Charmer, so like maybe he is the snake charmer right he's a snake who is a charmer oh and so it's the kind of cold-hearted snake because he's just a snake charmer you know or something which could be so there's that i think about okay so hold on just just yeah, to clarify yeah. that's like that's like from that'd be from the girl's point of view mm-hmm. and that would be like the girl who just can't stay away from the bad boys like she likes the bad boys yeah. right yeah and so he's a snake charmer i had to go out you know i had to, I had yeah. to hang like that or you're a snake charmer yeah yeah you know like yeah uh, but i know you're a snake charmer of course it could you know from <laughs> the perspective she could be warning the next person that comes in contact with this guy mm-hmm. oh He's a snake charmer. There you go. Beware. Yeah. Beware of the snake charmer. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. 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 Like, ask me how I know. Ask me how I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I got the puncture runes <laughs> right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. I also think if the singer is the snake charmer or the person, you know, what does a snake charmer do? They, I mean, they're, they're doing a dangerous thing, right? You got this snake here, this cobra or whatever, yeah. and they're just trying to charm them and you could get bitten. And so it's, there's this level of danger is maybe it's like the girl going, I don't want to be a snake charmer. Like, I know you're a snake. I know who you are. Oh. I have no interest in being a snake charmer because I'm going to end up bit. And I, I got no time for that. There's that. Who ain't got, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> you know, so there's that kind of thing. Or it could be like Sonny was saying, the kind of a warning to someone else going, girl, you don't want to be a snake charmer. Like that is not the retirement plan for that is exactly. not exactly. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Okay. I got the opposite of that. Go ahead. I'm yeah. thinking of I'm thinking of George Jones's wife, Nancy. All right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like snake charmer. Like she brought out the best in George Jones. Right. He was mm-hmm. this beautiful mess. Like he, but there are, you know, it's, it's, or, or how about this? Like yeah. a spin on like big bad bill is sweet yeah. William yeah. now. Right. Mm-hmm. It's that like he was a snake and just a monster and all these things. And then he met the right girl and, and she must be a snake charmer because the idea of the snake charmer, what's so fascinating is, is all that danger is right before you, but they're hypnotized by the charmer. Right. Like, yeah. 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 That is interesting. Yeah, that's cool. It's yeah. Like the girl there could be the opposite, but normally you just think of a snake being, you know, a guy. The girl that is either drawn to that. I know plenty of girl <laughs> snakes, friend. I mean, there are. Yeah. I, I wasn't thinking guy. I was thinking girls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For the needs of commercial music, usually the guy takes the hit yes. and you're not calling the girl the thing. But yes, in reality, <laughs> however, the r- radio is not always reality. But you know, that person that's drawn to that danger, uh, maybe he's a snake looking for a snake charmer. Maybe he's looking for someone to try and kind of settle him down. He wants that, but he ain't found her yet, you know, or snake in need of a snake charmer. Hmm. I don't know. That's interesting. Can you play sitar on it? That's all I want to hear is a sitar. Well, it, it does. A title like this, you know, however 
what angle we're talking about. If you're thinking whether it's actually a female song or a male song, mm-hmm. I mean, just off the top of my head, I would have to say it would lean more towards the female singing it. It just seems to me mm-hmm. uh-huh. a guy singing it, you know, a guy uh, could, a uh, could, you know, certainly. Yeah. If he's being self-deprecating, yeah. Yeah. right? Could, he could. Yeah. But it seems like it would be more geared towards a female singing it, at least in my brain right now, yeah. thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. Other angles. I'm trying to think of like in con, you know, because we get any genres on the table. Of course, Sonny, you work in multiple genres. Yeah. Going okay, if this were like a hip hop song, Snake Charmer. Okay, what's going on there? You know, is it Actually, is it a different context? Is it a girl saying something about like I'm hypnotized you like a snake charmer? Like she's putting herself as a snake charmer in a in a positive, empowered kind of Megan Thee Stallion, Lizzo kind of way of going swaying you know the thing about snake charmers there's the swaying yeah. the, the yeah. movement there's the thing a dance there's a dance there's a, there. almost a dance to it yeah kind of a sensuality almost kind of like bring that out like yeah i'm i'm a snake charmer. which obviously musically would really work with that kind of a like you're talking about swaying this kind of a kind of a slinky ah, mm-hmm. kind of a little r&b kind of a moody thing like a hypnotic baseline man like yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Like, you know, and let's remember this, boys. In the hair band days, <laughs> and certainly in the rap in yeah, the rap music yeah. days of today, like the personas of the men are edgy. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they are snakes and they like to sing about it yeah, man. and they like to talk about it. And so, yeah, the snake charmer, that could be about the guys and, you know, may, like it could be from a self-deprecating place. It could also be it could be about a one night stand like. Charmer. Again, yeah. it could, now I'm thinking about it in that kind of a genre, whether it's kind of a more of a pop thing, the guy could be singing it to the girl that's interested in this guy. This guy's a snake charmer. Mm-hmm. You know, watch out for this guy. So it could be a male, it could yeah. be a male vocal after all. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Hall and Oates got away with it. Oh, they did. Man-eater. Man-eater. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did. Chew you up, yeah. man. Yeah. She'll, yeah, she'll have you hypnotized, and yeah. next thing you know, you're riding around in a wicker basket. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think also, like, oh, go ahead, Sonny. No, I'm good. Oh, I was thinking, like, in a gospel or a CCM or a bluegrass gospel kind of thing of, like, charm her, that snake charmer. You know, you think about the serpent, the Garden of Eden, Whoa. charming Eve and talking her, you know, and planting doubts and s- seeds of doubts and seeds of doubt that bore bitter fruit. Like, uh, would that be interesting? He's a snake, you know, he's a snake and a charmer, sweet talker, that kind of stuff. Or maybe that's something you even roll into more of a secular context of don't listen to that snake charmer because, you know, that whole Adam and Eve in the garden, we got a good thing going. Don't listen to that that guy over there. He's just a snake, a charmer. Yeah. Don't let charm her. I don't know. Could be kind of fun. I'll see what else. I thought I had something on the tip of my tongue and it went away. Darn it. Another sip of coffee. That play on the word charm. Charmer, charmer is real good. That would work great. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Yeah, that is good. And certainly in a Christian environment, you know, from that angle, mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's a lot of potential there. No love for the serpent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that world. How about how about instead of like a direct approach of on springboard off of Sonny's idea, yeah. where you're warning specifically somebody? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if it's the whole song? is a warning. Like, here's what I learned mm. about being a snake charmer, right? Yeah. Like lessons from a snake charmer. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Because right? I, I think there's a, a strong 
huge faction of women out there who graduate out of Snake Charmer to, you know, because they're like, okay, I figured out not mm-hmm. how to recognize that I'm doing this and how to not do it. Mm-hmm. And there could be a lot of like a self-help element to it. That's just kind of like a warning to all the girls kind of a thing, you know, like about your, about, but about yourself. Yeah. It's like, right? don't be the snake yeah. charmer. Like, are you a wow. snake charmer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Like you better be wearing some armor. If you're going to be a snake charmer, <laughs> you know, like, ah! but, yeah, but, like I've been There's there. Not There's not enough no, armor. Yeah. If you're a snake charmer, there ain't enough armor. You better, you better wrap your heart in armor. If you're going to be a snake charmer. Yeah, buddy. I think that's cool because going, yeah, like, girl, you don't want it to be that almost well, like, you'd rather be a lion tamer than a snake charmer. <laughs> you know, a lion, if you go, a man that is really bold and assertive and like rather type A than type A hole, you know, a man for you, like, you know, I'd rather have a lion than a snake. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if there's something there. Oh, I like that. I'd rather be a lion tamer, tamer than a snake, snake charmer. charmer. Yeah. That's yeah. good. You think about, you know, a lion, just if you, especially if you frame that in the positive, not a you know, man eater kind of way, but like in a positive, like, kind of yeah. way and the snake you know that just comes with his own negative connotations yeah i think that could be cool yeah because again there's no good retirement plan for a snake no. charmer like just one girl it's not gonna you're gonna get bit yep you don't want to be a snake charmer like and yeah those girls that are drawn to those broken guys like i can fix him yeah i can settle him down yeah that's not a great like what that would be the metaphor for the snake charmer right yeah. like the girl that's trying to fix the guy all the time like an empath yeah. you know like a like, like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, use that as the metaphor to, like, if you really worded that right, like, that could hit the note so hard. Yeah. With some women that are like, crap, this is me. You know, I thought I was a snake charmer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, that's right. Yeah. It turns out I thought I was. <laughs> that's hot right there. Yeah. I thought I was a snake charmer. Now look at, look at, I don't know about yeah, his fingers. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I can't feel my <laughs> arm. I can't feel my <laughs> It tingles. It burns. <laughs> so it almost feels like that could be like kind of the Taylor Swift kind of thing too, you know, where it's all, you know, it's all like, I thought you done it on and I just thought I was a snake charmer, but here I am. That could be cool. That could play in, in different genres as well. I mean, that, you know, I can feel that being like blues, yeah. pop, like it feels very, it could go a lot of ways. Yeah, it can. Malleable. Yeah, very malleable in, in like a good way. I think that'd be fun. And a lot of these angles, I think, could work in different. I mean, I could hear, you know, like a blues art or kind of a Keb Mo doing "Girl, You Don't Want to Be a Snake Charmer." I mean, it feels like it very could go all kinds of ways, which would be much fun. You know, usually when you see these snake charmers, you know, in a video or wherever, and the the kind of cliche, you know, da 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 da, da you know, that, that kind of a melody. Yeah. If, you took, if literally, if you took that melody slightly, maybe there might be a little hook, even with the melody with this thing mm-hmm. so yeah 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 all from it somehow a little bit yeah some sort of interpolation and you know thinking about that like lyrically the imagery you could really just sort of spell that out like the dance mm-hmm. and the i'm swaying the my instrument and they're dancing back and forth and you can kind of really just kind of go into that in a metaphorical yeah. way and sort of find some clever ways to just just yeah demonstrate articulate or illustrate that dance mm-hmm. yeah i'm not gonna lie the picture that popped in my head is old school britney spears with that python or that boa constrictor oh, around her shoulders yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you know what i don't know yeah 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 you do yeah. <laughs> exactly. i like, can remember oh, that snake charmer okay yeah yeah 
Yeah, there's a lot of ways to go. I mean, it feels like maybe not a lot of ways to go with that, but there's several ways within a fairly limited thing to kind of serve it up. Well, hold on a second. We're only limited by our imaginations. Exactly. So yeah. Now, now you got me thinking about like, I'm thinking about the guys who on the surface look like you might need to be a snake charmer, mm -hmm. but then they're these like beautiful people. Yeah. Some of the, like, who are the guys from the, what was that motorcycle show where they built motorcycles oh. or whatever? Oh, like the garage, the, the dad, yeah, the dad Jesse, and Jesse James was the guy or whatever. I mean, yeah. he ends up he ends up married to America's sweetheart for crying out loud out of Hollywood, you know, because he's like this beautiful dude or what. But he just has this like rough yeah. look to him. Yeah, maybe Snake Charmer could be about not reading a book by its cover or judging a book by its cover. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Looking for snake charm. How about okay? I know we've used this example before because I always go to it, but <laughs> wasn't there like a story about like a new pastor that comes to a church and he he's hanging out at the church for like the first week, addresses like a homeless guy just to see how people react to him, how people react yeah. to him. Like, are you this like like what did he discover from that angle? Mm -hmm. Like, where who wanted to help, who didn't want to help, who wanted to be a snake charmer, who didn't want to be a snake charmer, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'd almost be like step sure. up and be a better human or yeah yeah he's going to take that risk for the gospel i don't know if you can get away with that with snake charmer though. yeah it's it's got a lot cooked into that one yeah. uh snake charmer it's a bluegrass instrumental and i can do the lyrics <laughs> it's got a sitar oh, yeah. in there somewhere with the banjo yeah man <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see. a sitar and a banjo <laughs> and a banjo yes let's see since i'm a bass player mm-hmm I can kind of hear a bass groove kind of really getting that kind of movement, that swaying movement, you know, kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Almost a la Billy Jean oh. as a template, mm -hmm. just as a template. You know, that yeah. Something mm -hmm. along. Yeah. 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 Just musically. And it could be like about it, the girl that just kind of owns the bar or the scene that night and it's like this place is like a pit of vipers man <laughs> yeah. but she's a snake charmer she's up there dancing or dancing oh. on the bar kind of thing and everybody's like hello yeah that could be that kind of thing too just about man she's holding this whole room in the palm of her hand so that could be more of a, all she wants to do is dance you know uh, a pop thing a rock thing or whatever there's many ways sure. you could do that sure. just this girl that just captivates the whole room and all these dudes you know it's a pit of vipers but she's a snake charmer like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Springboarding off that, like, you know how the more you experience different groups of people, mm -hmm. the more you find out they're all the same, right? Yeah. There, there's always like, there's there, the certain town characters mm -hmm. are in every group of people. They're in your church group. They're in your rock and roll band. They're in your country band. They're in, it's always, they were all human, you know? And yeah. so, what if it's like to your point where she's working the room, but how maybe somebody can flow in and out of these circles mm -hmm. and be able to kind of charm them because there's snakes in every circle, isn't there? Like, <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, snakes in every basket, absolutely, snakes in every basket, <laughs> <laughs> chicken in every pot. <laughs> and okay, so what? Like, what if I didn't need to be a snake charmer? Like, what if it's sort of innocent where maybe the first impression was something wild that you could dream up right yeah. like maybe it's a bar fight the first time she saw this guy yeah he was in a bar fight but you don't know the situation right right yeah you yeah. don't know what happened and then at the end you kind of reveal like oh it's something totally different mm -hmm. 
maybe it was a bar fight where she saw this guy just completely kick somebody else's ass and it looked bad and she's got all this sort of that was the first thing she saw, but she didn't realize what happened before that. Mm-hmm. And she finds out and it's like, oh, I didn't need to be a snake charmer after all. Something like that. After all. Yeah. And I, I'm wondering too, like, okay, we've been so far putting the snake as other than the devil is like all like people. Yeah. So could something else be the snake? Like, you know, is the snake the music business? Mm. And here we go. Yep. Like it's elegant. It's, it's graceful. It'll turn on you. It'll strike quickly. It's extremely all, efficient. Yeah. Extremely <laughs> efficient killer. And, uh, you know, whatever. But man, this person's a snake charmer. Is there something, I don't know, you know, think of the Snake River and they're a great rafter. The snake charmer, they know how to work that situation. Mm. You know, just other ways of like the snake being something other than just like, a person with not great integrity could it be like, you know, like the music business or one of those that's kind of more folky and is kind of more layered. And you're like, Oh, it's really about the music business, but you know, I put it in terms of a relationship sure. <laughs> It's really about music row or whatever. Like what else could that be? Well, certainly you could layer it. I mean, obviously the music business is filled with lots of snakes. <laughs> snakes. <laughs> right. yeah. It's well, you know, you know the deal. It's it's a rough, tough business, and mm-hmm. um, it could be a, a double meaning, a double entendre there. You know, relationship, music business, or whatever kind of business, but definitely music business would work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think about like those guys. Like I've gotten hooked on their content before, but there's these cats that have like this huge. I, I don't know if they're down in Florida or whatever, but they get this huge like snake repository or something. You know, mm-hmm. they've got cobras, they got rattlers, they got. And they're always like in reels or whatever with like this huge king cobra and they're handling it. Yeah. Like effortlessly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it, like it's so what if it's about doing something that's really hard or really dangerous and just making it look easy? Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like a snake charmer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is making it look easy. Cause that's the thing about like snake charmers. They're just sitting there playing their little flute yeah. or whatever. And it's not really even about the music you know. it's really about sure the movement. Yeah. That's just kind of mesmerizing. Absolutely. But, yeah. Making it look easy. Mm-hmm. I would be the thing. It's like, man, and you could almost like have it not be about playing off the reptile thing, but just at the end, almost throwing that out like, like a snake charmer. Yeah. Like you don't have to build all this override it to the hook, but let that just kind of drop in at the end or even let lion tamers, snake charmers and a, uh, what if it's a list of like stuff I've been in my life? You know, I've been a poet, a pauper, a pawn, and a king, right? I, you know, I've been a snake charmer, lion tamer. I don't know. Some other things like that. Just going like a listicle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Almost like God is good. Beer's great. Uh, God is great. Beer is good. People are crazy. Almost yeah. a Bobby Braddock kind of, you know, meet the guy. He's like, I've been this and that and that. And so I can be your snake charmer. Shoot. You know, take it even more sexier. Let's take it sexier for a second. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy, you know, he'll talking about the girl, you know, he'll make your body move like a snake charmer. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. There we go. Make your body yep. play like a snake charmer. Mm-hmm. I don't hate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah all that mesmerizing stuff yeah. is, is kind of yeah. rich content. Yep. I had something, yeah. Now I just lost Oh, that happens all the time. <laughs> Love that it happens in the room. Like, wait a second. Okay, I'm going to go use the bathroom. It'll be in there waiting on me. Hold on. I'll be back. Yesterday I was... No, wait, that wasn't me. <laughs> Man. This is a fun one, though, Penelope. Yeah. I feel like there's one more. We've turned it around and angles and... We've coiled it and uncoiled it. and Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of... Quite a way... A lot of ways to go with this thing. A lot of ways, really. Yeah. That's what you get for being a snake charmer. That whole thing about 
coming out the other side of like yeah, I've been bit, but that's what you get for being a snake charmer. Mm-hmm. Like trying to be a snake charmer. For thinking you're a snake. Yeah, trying to be. Yeah, for thinking you're a snake charmer. Well, hey, but how about hold on? Okay, hold on. I got it. I got it. Okay. I got it. Horshack. All right. So what if we're talking about a heartbreak? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And what if we're talking about like two girls trying to reassure each other? Okay. About a heartbreak. Yep. And what happens when immediately when we get our heart broken? I mean, one of those phases that we go through is like you're a victim. Yeah. He's a snake. He's this. He's that. It's like no, no, no. You're no snake charmer. Like this just it just didn't. It wasn't supposed to work out. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe some of it's on you. Like you want to be, or you think you're the snake charmer mm-hmm. because you think all men are snakes, but they're not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like. Maybe this is just a bad egg, or maybe you did something wrong too, or maybe it's just it's a heartbreak. Like what what does uh, Miranda Lambert say? Like get it together. It's mama. Oh, this is not mama's broken heart. Oh, yeah, mama's broken heart. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, girl, fix your makeup. It's just a breakup. Just kind of minimalizing everything. Like yeah. this is you're no you're no snake charmer because that's no snake. Like this is just yeah. another boy. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's something like that. It's kind of like everything looks like a, if you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Yeah. If you're a snake charmer, everything looks like a viper or every boy looks like a viper or. If you're a snake charmer. Oh, there you go. Snake charmer, yeah. It could be a so. We got a lot of good looks at this already, man. <laughs> man. Put in the work. Yeah. That, <laughs> there's some more there. Like if you kept that going. Yeah. Hey, uh, Sonny, I, I got a, just a random quick question for you. Sure. Like yeah. how I think it's a very rare and unique talent for someone to be able to weave in and out of genres so well. Yeah. How do you do that? Like what, do you do anything to prep for that? Like how do you, is it just, that's just the way you are? Or is there some intention that you give when you're like, okay, wait, I got to get out of this mode and into this mode. It's a different thing. I'm not writing country now. I'm writing for exile. For me, again, whatever the title is, that just dictates where I'm going to take it. And it doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. I don't think in just in terms of country or pop or Christian or whatever. And Mm -hmm. it's whatever I feel in the moment, literally, and just go with it. When we had success with Exile Mm -hmm. and then we broke up for a while, quite a few years. We just we just laid it down for a while. Mm -hmm. And I was just going to be just a songwriter initially coming to Nashville. And you guys can understand this. Mm -hmm. I thought I had to write. Well, I need to write what that guy is writing for this kind of artist or that. Mm -hmm. And I found myself, I found that the tail wagging the dog. Mm -hmm. When I just stopped that, when I stopped it and I said, I'm just going to write what I write, whatever comes out, I'm just going to write it. Mm -hmm. Then success started to happen again. And it's either going to be a country song or an exile song, but I'm going to let the song determine what it's going to be. Absolutely. And I'm not going to, how can you possibly determine what it's going to be Absolutely. before you write it? Yeah. And I was <laughs> never good. I was, in, I have friends that could literally write specifically for an artist and they were successful. Mm-hmm. And I attempted it, you know, not very well. Yeah. Because that just wasn't my thing. It just wasn't. Yeah. Wow. And that's, I mean, that's wise to know yourself and know what's going to work for you. Absolutely. I love that. Thanks for sharing that, Sonny. Yeah. Hey, sure. where can uh, where can everybody get in touch with you and in, in like the new record and tell us what's coming out? Yeah, you have a, Exile has a new single out called "Rough Around the Rough Edges" around the and the new record "A Million Miles Later." Here you have a documentary yeah. coming up, yeah. some yeah. collaboration yeah. stuff going on. Oh, wow. So what's, help us find you and follow. Well, you. certainly, you know we're on Facebook, mm-hmm. Exile Band Official on Facebook page, okay. Instagram, which is Exile Official band 
We're on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exile Band Official, you know, mm-hmm. all these platforms, look us up. Also, exile.biz, B-I-Z, all the information, touring information. That's the website? That is is the, that's the website. Okay, cool. But, you know, these things are happening for us after all these years, and it feels really good. You know, like the, the new album, mm-hmm. the new, I say album, you can tell how old I am. <laughs> you know, a million miles later with six mm-hmm. We get it though. Like I, I like thinking like that. Well, I still. do. Yeah. I, I, like, yeah. I like thinking like that stuff. You know, we got 16 tracks on that. All new songs except for one. Mm-hmm. 16th track is an older song made famous originally by Tennessee Ernie Ford mm. called "16 Tons." Oh yeah. Uh, oh sure. Great song. Yeah. So we've taken it. We and we. I could tell you a whole long story how this developed years ago, but anyway, we've done it the exile way. This cool recording of it. So that's on there. We also have a gospel song that we wrote and decided to include on the album because the title came out. We said, we're just going to write a gospel song and it's called down in cold water and wrote it. And we asked our dear friends, the Isaacs to be on it with us. Ah. And I mean, I'm blown away by their performance on this. It's incredible. Oh, wow. So we got that. That's great. One other quick thing. We were on a cruise in March called the Rock and Romance Cruise. Mm-hmm. Okay. And all these other bands and artists that we met on the cruise were great. You know, we'd go to their shows. They would come to our shows. One of the bands was an, an English band from Manchester, England called Climax Blues Band. Mm-hmm. They had a couple big pop hits in the 70s. I mean, big hits. So it was kind of this mutual admiration society. And we stayed in touch with them. And they contacted us about two months ago, maybe almost two months ago, if we would put our vocals back vocals on their new single. Oh, cool. And we did. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not out yet in England or Europe, but it will be. It's called Facing My Fear. Very cool. And interesting title. And it's real soulful, real soulful. Yeah, yeah. So we got all this stuff with the documentary that's in place and coming about. A lot of cool stuff happening after 60 years. Very cool. Man, that is awesome. Congratulations. And I love seeing that you're still doing it, man. I mean, I just... You never let up on the hammer. That is, it's like, clearly, here's the deal. It's the best possible compliment I could give you. Clearly, you didn't choose music, Sonny. Music chose you. Absolutely. That's the truth. That is the truth, you know. And, mm-hmm. and you know, That's the God's honest truth. I love that. For many of us, I never say this to my children or anybody else. There was no plan B. There wasn't. Yeah. yeah. The same with me. I burn the ships and storm the islands. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you again for saying yes, Sonny. This is cool. Guys, send in your song titles to info at daredevilproduction.com. Put song title challenge or STC in the subject line, and maybe you're going to get a legend like Sonny Lemaire to help flesh out that song title and really find some good insight on something. This podcast exists because we want you to win, so keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? 
Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.